Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. 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 Hi. This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake, uh, where we tell crazy true stories. That's right, isn't yeah, it? You have to think really what hard to remember what this podcast You know, podcast I wasn't really ready was. when I started doing the intro, and then no. I was like looking in your eyes, and I was just like panicked and <laughs> black. <laughs> I'm worried that yeah. not being ready might be the theme of this week's episode. Perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> what gives you that impression, Rick? Just while I <laughs> read my notes that I didn't write. Um, I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. Great. Oh, God, even that, we all... There was like a a split second before we all said our names where we had to think about them. I don't think we like doing the formal stuff, do we? We're fine once we get going, but the formal stuff, Hmm. no. Um, Has anyone got any corrections? I barely even remember what we say on this podcast, so no. No. I, I, for the first time ever, don't have an Ethan-related... um, correction. Oh, that's a shame because every time you wanted to correct something, I wanted to add more and more. Yeah, to yeah. Me. well, the, I, I'm so basically the fact shut he died in that week. fire even worse. <laughs> correction: He did not die. He died in a fire. Um, Drowned <laughs> in a fire. <laughs> um, That'd be one hell of a way. The building burned down, but don't worry, your husband drowned. <laughs> Most like oh, incompetent man on earth somehow manages to drown in the middle in of a. a Burning like you were trapped in a burning flat and you filled the bathtub up and like I'll hide in the water and that and will save me mm. and you got in the bath and you're like I can't swim <laughs> <laughs> you do sort of drown though because you die from inhaling the fumes don't you like the smoke you're not drowning oh, but I mean uh, yeah. sure everyone else is doing jokes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that um, we should just get straight on to the stories then crack if on got, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the theme of yours Rick um uh, che- a bit cheeky, I think. Cheeky? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, again, everyone involved in it is dead for hundreds of years, so we don't really have to care Ooh. about their feelings oh, nice. or okay. bad things that happen Love to them. Love it when we don't have to care about people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Mine is um, serious, but a light-hearted kind of serious. <laughs> All right, that was nonsense. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's benign, is how you would describe it. It's not really even very interesting. <laughs> Oh, um, hurting really laughs because hurting really laughs. Laughing really hurts because I have cramp, and actually, oh. I would prefer it if you guys wouldn't be funny because that was unpleasant. That will be easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am quite tired today, so. Do you I, have a title for yours? If we do um, the title off, my. Um, do you have a title? You do yours while I think of a title. 
it, this is my working title. I mean, it, it's n- now. You've, yeah, it's this not, is the title this now. Is the title. It's not working. Gossip mags of the 15th century, sex lives of ye olde rich and ye olde famous. Oh, that's, you give them a real title. Like, you mm. actually think about your title. I just care about what I'm, I'm just like, my title is Shannon Matthews. Um, that is my title. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. What, this week? Yeah. Oh, that's the one you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, why? Should, I th- oh, I just, that's the one you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure I heard you talk about it ages ago and then you just never actually well, did it. I was going to do it, but we did, back at, back in like episode two or three, we did the Bloom Boy story. Right, yeah. And it's got similar vibes. Too similar. Um, but I think the American listener might appreciate this because they probably don't know it. Everyone else in Britain probably knows the story. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you know the story? Mm-hmm. I think I do. Mm. I think you should go. Yeah, this is quite. Like, this isn't a. This isn't a light-hearted story, is it? I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was... Well, that's a spoiler. <laughs> I didn't want to do spoilers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go first then? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the story at the Shannon Matthews. If it's the story I think it is, then yeah. I don't think it's funny. But you two both kind of like. It's no, not it's funny. quite it's funny. Not funny. It's funny. It's, it's just not, light-hearted, not like serious. a light-hearted serious one. Do you know what I mean? Now, when yeah. I said it was a light-hearted serious, yeah. one. like Monty Python, not Monty Python, the full Monty. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. really yeah. serious. It's about destitute men, but it's yeah. got some. But, it, but like it seems like it's serious, and then it's really not that serious. Is I mean, I let's say. maybe I'll yeah. just let's just go for it. Okay, so nine-year-old Shannon Matthews. Um, was last seen um, at ten past three on the nineteenth of February in two thousand and eight. So that's it's not a traditional setup to a joke, but no. go on. Um, so she was last seen outside her school, uh, which was Westmore Junior School, um, on the Dewsbury Moor Estate, um, after she'd been swimming to the Dewsbury Sports Centre. Um, and oh, so by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do a lot of this from memory because I know this story quite well and I've watched a lot of videos, but and I've got very loose notes, so I apologise in advance if it goes a bit awry. But I'm trying a new thing, so I think it'd be, I think it's better because Ethan used to come with about three words written on a piece of paper and mm-hmm. do the whole thing, and his and he was good at telling the stories. Yeah, but you always so have you've like done five the opposite. Corrections the next week. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe he was most of it making it making it up. <laughs> So, oh god, correction! Ethan never made up. Oh any of his oh, um, Anyone right. who's listened to this podcast for the past like three or four weeks would think Ethan is the most oversensitive man on the planet. Yeah, they would think that. Anyway, <laughs> correction: he's perfectly normal. He's perfectly normal human being. His levels of sensitivity are just right. Just right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then now we never ever talk about him again mm-hmm. and also to anyone who's only just started listening they're like who is this guy ethan was a previous host before rick came along mm-hmm. um, and there was jeffrey before him but we don't talk, about, don't jeffrey. talk about jeffrey no. they um they they basically just like ousted each other like yeah. you know ethan killed jeffrey then rick oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yes. my killer has yet to be found <laughs> <laughs> um oh what's that funny joke about <sighs> mother-in-law like i uh, I wanted to find out. I wanted to find my mother-in-law's killer, but no one will do it or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's an old one. <laughs> is that? The, I mean, I've the, never heard. I've it, never heard it, that joke. Yeah. It makes sense. Spent years trying to find my mother-in-law's killer, but no one will do it. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Maybe there's it, yeah. a better way of. Yeah. I, it might be phrased wrong because I've only ever heard it. I've yeah. never said it before because. 
He'd be like, um, I've met some mean woman. For example, take my mother-in-law. Please take my mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's a similar kind of joke. Um, anyway, yeah, so Karen Matthews, like, rings the police and she's like, my daughter's missing. Oh, I can't do her accent because she's from a few miles away from here. Um, your accent. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's a stronger. I think I've like deliberately learned not to do my own accent that I can't do it anymore. Basically, just talk. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, but mine isn't mine isn't quite as strong as Karen Matthews. But did Sharon? Anyway. Did Sheridan Smith do it? If she did it, you yeah, do she it. does a really good job. Yeah. Well, she does she play? She plays the friend, doesn't she? Have you yes. seen it? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it as well, but I can't remember it's now. It's good. She's good. Yeah, really good. Go on. Right, continue. Yeah. So, uh, Karen Matthews rung the police and it's like, oh, um, my daughter, Shannon, she can't come home. Um, and then uh, the West Yorkshire police like absolutely scramble like all their units. Um, and eventually more than 200 officers are involved in it. And West Yorkshire Police is quite a big police force, mm. I think. Um, big issue, it's a big still, area, isn't it? Yeah, but that's still like a load of police. A lot of police. Yeah. And they thought, we uh, we catch the Ripper, we can catch this kid, we'll find him. <laughs> We've got a good track record yeah. of, of when children in danger identifying <laughs> problematic people based in Leeds or the surrounding yeah. area. So yes. they were right on it, these lads. Yeah, they were. Number one, <laughs> yeah. the NYPD. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, North Yorkshire Police yeah, Department. Yeah. Close enough. Um, so, yeah, and actually it came to, there was a there was a point where like um, a couple of weeks later, 10% of, of the West Yorkshire uh, Police Force's operational strength was like involved in just that one mm-hmm. case, which is loads. And actually of 28 specialist victim recovery dogs in the UK, which are basically like, what do they call them? Cadaver dogs. Um, oh, do they? Yeah. Didn't yeah, do you not know that? Hmm. 16, so more than half of the UK's cadaver dogs were involved in the search. Um, Good sign, though. Yeah. Because yeah. not one of them found her, so. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers. Chance he's not a cadaver. I mean, we don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Honestly, just like my mind's just boggling at the fact that Rick genuinely doesn't know this story and he's just like experiencing it as if he's never heard no, it. I, no, like, yeah. he, he I've seen Sheridan Smith in the dramatisation. Yeah. Um, so everyone's like all over it. The Sun offers, the newspaper The Sun um, offers not the burning ball of fire in the sky. Gas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not the son of an unyet named character. No. Not yeah. not Jesus. Shannon Matthews' son offers a reward. <laughs> um, no, remember she's nine years old. Um, the Sun newspaper offers a reward of uh, £20,000 for any information like leading to Shannon Matthews's discovery and mm-hmm. safe return. And then they increase that to fifty grand on the 10th of March. Uh, which by which time she'd be missing for 20 days so like Jeez. everybody in Dewsbury like everybody on the Dewsbury Moor estate it's like a council estate and like everybody in Dewsbury was like out looking for her mm-hmm. like the local community were fundraising putting up signs everywhere like everybody was looking for her um going like fingertip searching like Moorland and all that What's kind of stuff fingertip searching like um literally police Stand in a line. Well, you can do it with anyone. Have to be police. People stand in a line like across a field and literally go on their hands and knees, like going through Ugh. grass. I know, painstaking. Mm-hmm. But that is how they find good evidence. 
So, yeah. No, yeah. Just, like, you wouldn't be able to do doing you... it and be like, I don't know. Oh, God, absolutely. I can I do some admin or something? I'd do any, like I'd put is... any posters up anywhere. Yeah. I'd be climbing on anything. I wouldn't even care. But I'd but yeah, going through like a field doing that. Yeah. But you'd be a bit driven by that you might find the key piece of evidence when you be like, yeah, that is true. it could be me. I could I could be the. I could be the savior. Yeah. I get 50 yeah, grand I could from find the sun. Shannon Matthews. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah so like the the whole community pulls together there's like a few people there's two people who um, I can't remember their names now and obviously I didn't write them down Um, but like led this campaign of like fundraising they're selling raffle tickets for her like Mm -hmm. basically trying to get as much money from wherever they could Um, the whole like the whole of Dewsbury was like crawling with media Um, like national newspapers had stationed people there like for until Shannon was found so Mm. like for weeks on end and actually what's really interesting is one of my friends used to work at the Jewsbury Reporter Mm -hmm. and she was saying that like the national media treated the people of Jewsbury like shit like real shit like they'd have them like run errands for them they'd be like here you can you go to the shop and get me a coffee and get one for yourself love as well um so they'd like send what it's not very nice no and it's like it's well it's one thing if they do that to try and you know like they're Mm -hmm. getting them to run errands for them and like getting information being their best friend like you know cozying up to them Mm -hmm. um and then soon as they filed the piece like one of my friends who's who's now the Yorkshire post but was at the time of the juice report and she was like um literally she saw somebody like in i think it was in court she was she'd been filing copy and someone someone who she this journalist had befriended came up to her and was like oh how how are you like good to see you again and she was like not now i'm busy like just like just using people basically southerners. yeah yeah, yeah exactly. sorry southerners. um but no i think it's probably all pretty much all tabloid reporters yeah that do that kind of job i mean i might be slandering tabloid reporters but i don't think i am but you can't can you slander a profession is there a, is there a, mm, is there a, no i think it's fine is there a representative body of tabloid journalists i think there's i think there's enough of them and they've got a bad enough reputation that they couldn't it, i mean could they, they try and make it. that stand up in you know, court like, like slander their job libel I mean, their job yeah. when it's, when <laughs> yeah, it's wrote libel, down it's libel yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so uh yeah so she was saying like they they in the end ended up they they had a good relationship already with the community um the judiciary reporter um and they ended up you know speaking quite sensitively to the family mm-hmm. and to like other people but like i've watched a few documentaries now where you can literally see like the media everywhere they're knocking on the door all the time like oh it's um oh, i'm from i'm from bbc i just wondered if you were in today so it's not all tabloid reporters it's everyone but yeah. the tabloid reporters were definitely the worst um like oh i'm just just wondering if you're in today and you'll do a thing you know like knocking on the door just like constantly one after another mm-hmm. and then they'll go out and have a picture taken and it just seems like hell on earth like endless. yeah absolutely endless um and they had some really bad experiences where like so that so karen matthews who's the parent the parent the mum of shannon matthews um was invited on to speak on radio four like they rung her and she did a mm-hmm. telephone interview um and they were asking her like um about she had I think she had seven different children from five different fathers and they were asking her like loads of questions about that and stuff as if it's like in any way relevant to her like having a missing child yeah and there were like loads of stuff that they asked her that was just like really inappropriate um and they compared it a lot like everybody was comparing it to Madeline McCann who'd gone missing like not that long before the date I did not write down Mm -hmm. but um 
so yeah I've, got, I've written down a few quotes actually like um so in the guard roy, roy Green, greenslade in the guardian said um over, quote overarching everything is social class end quote and in the independent um there was a similar line saying uh, quote kate and joe mccann had a lot they were a couple of nice middle-class doctors on holiday in an upmarket resort karen matthews is not as elegant nor as eloquent end quote which was mm-hmm. definitely true and actually I w- in this documentary that i watched um she one of the reporters is like can you what's this in the paper and they'd written some awful stuff in the paper um and she and they were like can you read it uh, to us karen what does it say and karen was like oh i'm not good with reading and they're like no well just you know just read it and she's like nah nah someone else like and then she was giving it to like her, her daughter i think maybe mm-hmm. and was like you read it um because she was like she was like oh i'm not good with reading and it's just like you know like she couldn't even read like an in a news yeah. intro you know like like unless her daughter was kidnapped by a librarian it's mm-hmm. not yeah. why is that a, exactly. an important clue yeah um so it's really interesting and like when you actually look into her background she was like her she was estranged from her mum because her mum mm. hadn't like a lot of the time hadn't really been bringing her up and she'd been in care a lot as well and she definitely wasn't representative of the people who lived on the estate who were like all a different kind of set of people um with all different backgrounds and not everyone who lives on an estate is like karen matthews um so fast forward 24 days after shannon went missing and they the police found her alive um at uh, 12 30 on the 14th of march um on under the base of a divan bed in a flat and a, a divan bed i don't really know what it is but it's like a ho- it's got a hollow base mm-hmm. i guess do you yeah. know no yeah. i don't i don't really understand what it is but no i think I, it's basically like it's got panel side panels yeah. and the inside is hollow yeah essentially um yeah um and a guy called michael donovan who was um the tenant of of the flat um was arrested at the scene turned out he was shannon's uncle no i thought it was i seem to remember it being uncle yeah i i've probably got it written somewhere but i cannot find it but um yeah i think he was shannon's uncle Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Shannon was taken into um, into care. Well, she's been cared for by the local authority and placed under police protection. And um, she was questioned by specially trained officers. And I never really thought much about this, but like, because I guess it's infrequent that kids are found alive mm-hmm. when they get kidnapped. Because um, she'd been, yeah. So I didn't say, but she'd been um, drugged and like. Yeah, yeah that kept prisoner weird. under the bed. Yeah, so um, yeah, so they but they only question them in ten minute sessions, which I, I suppose makes sense. But when it's a kid, but it's crazy. Like they must have to follow so many like procedures. Um, and it's weird that the police have to do. It. You think they'd be like child services services mm-hmm. in the yeah they definitely yeah they definitely yeah they have like a special children's suite mm-hmm. in the police station they've got a nice room they can go to as well like yeah. sweet as in oh, the, the toffee oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never mind i'm just trying to uh, just just good. inject and, some and levity like into this whole fight. time like there's been no i i've barely done a joke well you i mean guys like i said like I, I was like oh yeah shannon matthews i think another story i was like yeah it's not it's quite it's just like a missing girl yeah the media treating some working class people quite badly mm. 
and then the discovery and twist which makes the story like the bad treatment not it's not justified no but like certainly but that was what like, was really oh, well. unfortunate and i yeah. think it ended up it's it ended up being that like people from Dewsbury came out much worse from it mm-hmm. um than you know like in you would look at normally you'd look at that community and be like look how they all like banded together and did yeah. everything they could to try and find this kid but instead people are just like oh yeah people from Dewsbury council estates are all like liars who hide their kids under beds yeah like and aside just, from the fact it wasn't all of them like the vast majority yeah. of them were like oh no there's trouble let's club together and help find someone it's not like yeah it's not like the entire council estate was like let's hide a child yeah, so exactly. get on the news yeah exactly yeah it was just literally those individuals um and obviously they'd so i didn't really explain but they were trying to get the reward money that was the plan they were going to mm-hmm. find her like later on um, and collect the reward money mm-hmm. but i don't really see how like i don't know what they'd really thought about the plan but, like i just don't see how that would have worked at all no um, I mean, what if no one had ever offered an award? But I guess with the Madeleine McCann thing at yeah. the same time, it yeah, must have been like, that's, well, that's what's what really do. interesting because so much money, there was so much money in the Madeleine McCann yeah. case. Like, so many people were offering rewards. People like were just sending like loads of money to the McCanns, mm. just sending money to them. You know, not even like his it's for anything or anything like. They were just sending money to the McCanns, and that didn't happen um, in the Shannon Matthews case. Um, and I guess part of that was the McCanns were a certain type of person. Yeah. Like Madeline is like a blonde, like pretty blonde kid, where Shannon was scruffy and like. I remember at know, the time. Not really that cute. My mum getting really irritated over the Shannon Matthews thing. Mm. She said just that. She was like, people aren't going to care about this kid because she's not as like yeah. good looking, if I want yeah, to Yeah, definitely. Oh, like, it's, yeah, McCann. it's like, it's good look, like pretty is obviously a factor yeah. but it's like a, the stereotype of like a white a blonde yeah she's like you know, a cute like, because black kids go missing all the time mm-hmm. and it just no one barely gets reported yeah. yeah yeah like genuinely like they'll in newspaper offices like i've heard of times when people have been like oh there's a kid missing all oh, right what do they look like oh they're black and like they go like mm. further further back in the newspaper mm-hmm. um so yes so i mean like it's it's not news to anyone is it really but yeah um so they charged the guy donovan the uncle with kidnapping false imprisonment and committing acts intended to pervert the course of justice which yeah, fair, really like, fair enough yeah. yeah and her stepdad who was uh called craig Meehan, he was 22 years old so he was like considerably younger than her mum who was uh, 30 something <laughs> don't know <laughs> alright well it doesn't really matter how old she was and anyway that's irrelevant um, but he'd they'd during the search for Shannon they'd gone through all the family's computers and stuff and found child porn on those computers oh, so he was yeah they'd like fingered him immediately as element. like yeah, yeah as like he was the one who took Shannon and like if you were if you were watching that and like also like a lot came out in the press like a lot of the family members have been like Craig hits the kids um so people are like either he killed shannon or shannon ran away because of him yeah um but actually he didn't do anything except um except uh, yeah, child, except porn. child porn <laughs> yeah. yeah which Just he that. was yeah, yeah which he was um arrested for um so uh karen was arrested um on suspicion of attempting to pervert the course of justice and charged with child neglect 
which makes sense. Um, she done went to prison. Um, and she, yeah, so during the court case, they, Shannon, um, like the jury was told that Shannon um, had been drugged, which I already said, because I forgot it came later on in the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she'd been restrained with a strap tied to a roof beam, which is pretty grim. Like, I'm not really sure how that setup worked. But yeah, and she was locked in the flat for 24 days. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and like on on a tether basically. Um. So yes. So um. Yeah. So they made all sorts of excuses. Like this guy Donovan was like, uh, "Oh, um, yeah, Karen just asked me to to look after Shannon for a bit, and it just like none of it makes." And sense. as anyone knows, when you look after something, you put it under you a bed, strip yeah. it, and tie it to something. Yeah. And, and then when everyone's looking for, for them, yeah. you pretend that you don't have them. Yeah. Because his his flat had been searched before as well and they hadn't found her because obviously she was under the bed like they Mm -hmm. didn't look under the bed um well inside the bed because that seems a bit Mm. unfair um yep so on the 4th of december 2008 cara matthews and michael donovan were found guilty of kidnapping false imprisonment and professional course of justice um the plan had actually been for donovan to release shannon at jewsbury market and then drive around the corner and discover her and take her to the police station um, and then claim the reward and then they were going to split it 50 50 between karen and and him mm-hmm. um but so that did not go to plan um and karen matthews served a prison sentence and was released in april 2012 um shannon has been given a different name she must be 20 21 now probably uh, was it that long ago well, yeah, yeah 2008 yeah. and she was nine then so Shit. she'll be about 20 now yeah um, and she lived with a foster family and given a new identity. And I saw an interview with her like childhood best friend who hadn't, who literally hasn't seen her since this. Aww. So I guess like that's it. She just has no connection anymore yeah. with her old Jesus. home, which is really sad. But I'm sure she's happy. Now. Yes. So yeah, that's the story of Shannon Matthews. You guys were dead wrong about the tone of that story. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think it was more serious? Yeah, I think that's quite. I, I, I mean, it was serious. As far as stories go, I think it was quite serious. Actually, dead. So you know, it could have. No, that's fine. On the face of yeah. it, it oh, seemed more serious. A mum rang the police because her child was kidnapped. Yeah, you're expecting like yeah. the you're absolute like, oh God, worst. Where they're gonna where they're gonna find yeah. the body? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's true, but yeah. So I maybe told it in a bit of a haphazard way, but <laughs> it's because you know when you just know the story really well. But and I was like, I can mm-hmm. I can do it justice. Were you in? But, did you do you still live in Dewsbury at the not Dewsbury Guysley at the time? Were you not close by? Could you not have cracked the I could case? Have, I could have cracked the case, I reckon, yeah. You would have been I, a I journalist gone round. at the time. Um, I know, I would have been working in the British Gas Call Centre at the time. Oh, oh okay. wait, when, when, what was the actual date? 2008, did you say? That was not February 2008. <clears throat> no, I, I, the opposite of Spawn, it was fucking horrible. Fuck you, um, British Gas. Yeah, and I, actually I've had an argument with British Gas on Twitter again today. Cause oh, they, yeah. Yeah, cause they still owe you some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually do, actually. They actually still, still owe you some money. They owe me, what they owe me is sales commission. Yeah. Um, but And I left some it's stuff in my locker when I, when I left. But try and get it. Fair, just that was my fault. <laughs> the sandwiches have gone <laughs> up by yeah. now. I literally, I, I lost the key like long before I left. So I just left and oh. left all sorts of stuff in there. I'm sure you could have gotten into it one way or another. You could yeah, have into they it. Yeah, they actually, they did. I think they did have some kind of like yeah. keys for it all. Try and get that sales commission just as an extra fuck you to that guy on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? Oh, I should tell a story. Um, because we've we recently got our phone line installed, 
and um we've been getting a call what would you say every half hour or so like on and off i would say there's been like close to 15 today at least 15 yeah yeah i was gonna say 50 is an exaggeration but it does feel like 50 um yeah so we just had like one call after another from people being like oh um it, oh, we're coming from blah, 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 gas and electric. Um, you need to you need to pay for gas and electric. And we actually we we just like we we're not we're not responsible for that. Every time no. I'm like explaining, it's another company that manages the building. We're like tenants that are like all in. Ugh, it's it's been relentless. But anyway, had a massive argument with a British <clears> gas person, and then complained about it on Twitter, and then had a massive well not. A massive argument, but a disagreement on Twitter with the British Gas account. Fuck I hate that you can't fucking bitch about companies on Twitter without them hopping into I know. your Oh my god, yeah. I love it. And they're all like, you know, they're, they're it's like so performant. Yeah, we're, we're trying to help it. you like, out. You've yeah, just fucked me just, off in private, yeah. but now publicly exactly. you're like, oh, anything we can do to yeah. just fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, they were like, the guy was so rude on the phone. He was literally like, um oh i understand why you're being so evasive but blah 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 and like talking over me constantly and i was like trying to explain i was like no literally some like it's managed by a third party yeah. and he was like he was lying to me as well he's like what? oh your landlord gave gave you gave us your details and i was like well the land the actual landlord doesn't know who we are the letting agent doesn't know who we are we're Squatters. we just get this yeah <laughs> we get this officer and arts organization like it's not <clears throat> it like it's it's either the arts organization or the letting agent or the landlord but it's not us. yeah but literally why would they do that yeah also yeah, like, yeah. it's all the whole also when he's like you're being evasive didn't you call them that time wouldn't you call British Gas to be like I want to no no, no. Oh, fair enough no they called they called me no. but like but you were but, obligated to talk to him at all you could have no. just hung no. up and we actually unplugged the phone now yeah. so yeah but uh, well, we unplugged oh, the so internet mad. and then we plugged it back in and then we unplugged the phone. Yes, exactly. we did. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we. It was me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm not going to say don't use British gas because I probably can't say that. But all energy I would providers just say, are equally horrible as well. I think Ecotricity is not too bad. I've used them before. They were hmm. all right. Um, and out. I think there are other similar um, nice energy providers. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Anyway, well. My mic keeps keep, wobbling. It's because yeah. I keep accidentally knocking the thing. Yeah, I, 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 saw, I think that's why you didn't in, interject that much in my story because you were really, I could see you were really distracted by the mic. Just jiggling around in my, right in yeah. my face. It's, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Um, oh, oh. Uh, Rick, Are you, you ready wanna, for yeah. a second story? No. Yes. Should we just do one today? That's Holiday. it. Yeah. Let's go, go home. Yeah. Um, I want you to imagine. Okay. It is sometime between the 13th and 17th century. Mm. Uh, you are a woman That's... living in a European country. Okay. This is all very vague. 13th and 17th is such, yeah, a, so wide such a wide window. Yeah, such a wide This is how long all this crazy shit went on for. Okay. Um, so you are a woman. Yes, correct. And you are married to a man. Oh, not yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, whom you don't really love. Unfortunately, that oh, is no. society. You're just trapped in a loveless marriage. Okay. Um, because the Catholic Church, those... Those guys, mm, always those on the right friends. side of history, yeah, yep. Yep. Um, were becoming more and more powerful. Um, marriage was, sorry, sex was seen as something that was only for procreation, and because it had illicit benefit of being quite enjoyable, um, it had to be done within marriage. Like, if you weren't married, you shouldn't be having fun, and then once you get married, you should have sex once, create one or two children, and then stop doing it forever. So nothing changed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. um, because it was considered holy, religious, uh, like marriage was considered religious. Religion was considered It's quite holy, holy yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was considered like a religious sacrament. Yeah. You couldn't get out of it. You couldn't divorce. There was one way out of it. You could get your uh, marriage annulled. Oh, yes. you could resort to murder. Just putting that You could murder, but, I mean, they, but you I'm couldn't. Sure they did. But yeah, if sure you murdered, you couldn't remarry. You couldn't. If someone died, you couldn't remarry. Fine, uh, 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 no, Ooh. marriage is for life and eternity. And, it's <laughs> yeah. But and, uh, one of the ways, if you are an unhappy woman, that you can get your marriage annulled and you can get freedom is if you could prove that your husband was impotent. Oh, right. So this um, is where impotency trials come into it. So, can I just say, impotency, you can get your mar- marriage annulled, but dead yeah it's a different time robin just get with the script so um basically what you'd have to do is you'd have to be like i'm unhappy Uh, my husband is impotent and he's not procreating with me um so i want this marriage to be um annulled so i can get remarried to a better man um so the first thing you had to do was you tell the church and they'd be like right give it three years if he's still impotent in three, three years. Oh, she's not getting any for yeah, three yeah. years. <laughs> Don't worry, it gets much worse for the men. Ah. Um, yeah, if it doesn't come happen in three years, get back to us and we'll start the trial system. Oh, God. So the first thing, so like this is this is the bad stuff that happens to the women. The women would have to prove that the husband was impotent by demonstrating themselves that he had been impotent. So um, they would have to, in front of five um, midwives... Uh, they would be examined a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and the midwives would check to see if the Heinemann had been broken, thus proving that they are not virgins and that the husbands 
are not impotent. We all know that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a completely foolproof system. Not, not entirely foolproof, no. <laughs> One, um, quite often when they would check, they would use something called, I think it was called a vaginal mirror. Um, oh. that they did they tear the hymen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it did. It almost routinely turned the hymen. But that was good for the woman because it would prove that she, she still everywhere. had a hymen. Yeah. 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 Um, but if that failed, the woman could just say, actually, he tried it on with me and he was a bit aggressive and that um, broke. Or, you know. She could he, just say, I've ridden a horse. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I squidged, he squidged it in. It was like an uncooked wet oh, bit of spaghetti. I once oh, rode a bike yeah. with in a skirt yeah like, I'm not, <laughs> we haven't invented the bike yet so they're like what uh, but yeah what another test they do because they didn't really understand much like today doctors didn't understand what the fuck was going on with the female reproductive mm-hmm, system mm-hmm. and they thought that um the the vaginal pee hole and the vaginal fun hole were the same hole um, yeah literally nothing has changed oh no no yeah. <laughs> and they would get a woman to drink a diuretic and if she immediately needed to pee, they would say, no, no, no your hymen's broken because that would block the pee part. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. God. Hey. Right. So that is what would happen with a woman. Bear in mind, it is the vast majority of these claims are being made by unhappy women to get out of their relationships. It's middle class and upper yeah. class women because they can afford lawyers. Yeah. Um, are trying to get out of their relationship. So that is what happens to the women. It's not fun. What happens to the man is they have a similar exam um, by five surgeons who check the parts and make sure that you know, they look all right, everything's where it is. You've got the appropriate three testicles that you need to reproduce <laughs> for the woman. Um, I like this running gag, by the way. You did yeah, that gag good, about two episodes ago. And it, and it, the three good. testes yeah. gag. Um, so yeah, it's not just that you've got these court professionals in. There's like um, other judges that are oh, part of the, the church, so you're watching it. Um, and so they check out the men, and then quite often... The men would be made to get a stiffy and prove that they weren't impotent oh, in sake. front of a, a <laughs> court really of people. This. Oh um, no! So yeah, obviously that is not a great idea. What yeah. they would do as well is they would um, get the man's penis, mm-hmm. the male man penis, as yeah. it's called. Um, yeah. <laughs> they would grab the male man's. They penis. would grab the male man's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised what we were saying. Um, they would dip it in hot water and then in cold water to improve blood flow and to see if it did anything, which oh. all the guys out there, you know it does do well, something. Well, I was just going to say, I actually don't know enough about penises to know what the hot water, cold water... So I had a friend at university. Her name was... Um, should I just say her name? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Her name was Laura Kylile. Oh, wow, full name. <laughs> full name. I want her to, to be identified. And... Um, she, uh, her boyfriend Andy like I lived with Laura at university and Andy would come over and stay sometimes and he would get a bath and she once told me that what she used to do for fun is when he was sat in a warm bath is run in with a pint of cold water <gasps> and pour it on his testicles and penis <laughs> because they kind of move like little cephalopods to uh, protect yeah. themselves <laughs> and oh, she what? told me it was fascinating oh my god I'm yeah. tonight uh, yeah just <laughs> next when James is just yeah. have a Are go you still friends with her? Well, yeah, kind of. We're still kind of in. She, she's got a new fella now. She's getting married to a, oh, a nice man. She seems man. like an interesting person. I would yeah. remain friends yeah, with her. I yeah, I would. She's quite. Fr- she, she. You remind me quite a lot of her mm. because she's sounds like, great. Yeah, she's all right. She's from yeah. Hull. Ah, oh, good uh, yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. Yorkshire. Anyway, so um, 
Yeah, basically, they were trying to get these men to wank to prove their impotency. Mm. Um, even though the church was aware that it wasn't a great condition to ask someone to masturbate on command in front yeah, of a room full of people, people. Um, they still said, no, it still stands. Um, but one man um, who couldn't, couldn't jack it in front mm-hmm. of the guys is quoted as saying to the court, just looking at you lot made me shrivel. <laughs> So, um, yeah, investigators, yeah. <laughs> as it, was, <laughs> it would continue, and investigators would interrogate the couple to, like, find out, you know, ask them difficult questions to find mm-hmm. out if they had actually been up to it. Um, they would, like, investigate their bed to see if their bed looks like there'd been any fucking in it. You'd change your bed. Well, you had to your bed. Yeah. They been, didn't know in those days. Yeah. They they'd ask, really they'd ask like, the mates and stuff watch. to be, like, you know, you know, did yeah. you guys do I'm it? Yeah. Um, so typically, um, basically, it was very difficult for a man to prove his impotency. Yeah. Unless um, he had a way of getting out, which he could demand trial by Congress. No. Yes. Um, so, under the eyes of a group of uh, jurors selected by the church, typically um, five surgeons five physicians and five midwives so they could Can, do these people not have anything better to midwife? do midwife oh no not at all <laughs> um, they would yeah they would watch the couple oh, for have God's sex sake. right i am sorry but can you imagine like oh is, is there a doctor in the house oh yeah but they're actually they've got to watch these people shagging before they can come and oh, come and this out. yeah or not shagging exactly so one of the things they would have to do is like strip search the men well strip search them both depending on who was actually making the claim because some men didn't make claims against their wives but it was mostly women making claims against their husbands to get out of marriage Mm -hmm. and they'd have to find like strip search the men see if they had vials of blood on them that they could surreptitiously break in the bed and be like look I broke a hymen like I definitely did that Um, so yeah and they would check after the bed for um, like any any lady DJs or any managers just <laughs> do a check for fluids. Um, one investigation of a chap called, known as uh, Mr. Dubray, because this happened mostly in France, Italy, Spain, and England, which mm. basically is the majority of, yeah, <laughs> of Europe really at that time. Is, yeah. The Germans were too sensible for this. Yeah. Um, one investigation of Mr. Dubray, after finding initially that his penis was, quote, Big, stiff, red, and long. <laughs> um, he was deemed impotent and lost his case after um, the trial by Congress. He was found only to have scattered a few watery seeds. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty gross. Um, but one of the other things that men could do as like a defense is, and this is, is somewhat reasonable, <laughs> is claim that it would be too difficult to make love to a woman who... Um, is purposely trying to find a way out of your relationship by calling you impotent. Like, mm. you're like, well, I'm not attracted to this woman who now hates me. And quite a lot of men would say it's That's not... That's a lot healthier than... Yeah, yeah. It, like, yeah, like, than you option. think. And quite a lot of them would say it's not because I am impotent, it's because she's quite frigid. And mm. actually, when I got married to her, maybe I married for money and not love. Yes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so what they would do, what the church would do in those instances is say, all right, fine, you, you don't, it's not fair for you to have to have sex with your wife. That would be preposterous. Yeah. Um, we'll get some court-appointed prostitutes in for you and you can have sex with them. No. Yeah, and so the church would hire <laughs> prostitutes for 
men to prove how potent they were uh, so that they wouldn't oh just God. so that the sanctity of marriage wouldn't be uh, um broken it's imagine, so like, logical yeah, yeah. So just everything about us is making no, sense going around knocking on the door oh um hiya uh it's just me again the magistrate from the court uh, i've got another job for you yeah in in the court uh, you got some more work for yeah, you. Yeah, like maybe that's where the term solicitor comes from. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Whoa, that could be it. Um, but yeah, there's like stories of some men like being like, actually, no. Just because I managed to make love to one prostitute, maybe I'm not potent enough. Uh, can I have sex with no, a second prostitute, no. please? So there are stories oh of some God. men. What happens after they've successfully shagged so, a prostitute and committed adultery? What's the church's Well, it's kind of deemed that? okay because... Um, it was... I don't know. I yeah. wonder if church God would decided. think that. Yeah, who knows what he would yeah. think. Um, but yeah, basically, the, the wives would have to stay married if, um, to their husbands. Oh um, so what was kind of crazy about this is that... Um, what, that wasn't... <laughs> 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 a fair few STDs spread that way. Yeah, oh man, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hang on, have I missed anything good from that bit? Nope, that seems like I covered all that. <laughs> um, so ecclesiastical courts aren't like common courts, no. um, where common courts have to t- take a record of everything that has been said accurately. Yeah. Um, ecclesiastical courts um, just have to basically give an overview of what was said and what was meant to have oh. been said. Um, and it's like a real summary. Um, and like, interestingly enough, like the trials at Salem, where all mm-hmm. those young girls were accusing old women of being witches, mm-hmm. quite a lot of those rested on the fact that no one actually wrote down what anyone said or any logical arguments. They just said, oh, like she, someone said he was a witch and to be fair, she was a bit witchy. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, what happened is because um, these courts weren't very accurate, but uh, these reports weren't very accurate, but they were being published to the public. Mm. Um, and during, over the course of like the 400 years that these things were going, people were starting to read more. And because essentially it was like hearing about celebrities, because everyone involved, yeah. don't forget, is super it's rich. A, they yeah. can mm-hmm. afford lawyers. They can afford to go to court. Those like, were the celebrities yeah, of the day, weren't some, they? Some scholars, some scholars lad who's learnt to read, but mostly like, brushes up or something he could get a hold of these reports and it's like oh the duke the duke um his wife's trying to get rid of him because he's got like a little floppy cock and she wants that (laughs) she wants that bde it's like it you can see why it progressed in the way that it did because you wouldn't you wouldn't want to go as a man you wouldn't want to go to court and be like yeah I'm impotent. Even if you, you know, even yeah. if you fucking hated her, you'd be like, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not I, impotent. I'd rather yeah. be ma- stay married to her. This than- bitch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like quite often, oh. like, so one of the things that the women might say is that like, oh, like he didn't have sex with me. Like he just fingered me. So yeah. that, and he'd be like, well, no, that's not fair. Because sometimes the men would be like, actually, she wasn't a virgin when I got married. So actually, this is actually fucking me off. That yeah. I'd been sold a, a false bill of goods, so to <laughs> yeah. speak. Um, anyway, like, yeah, these things, because basically they weren't accurate and no one needed to fact check them, um, publishers could get a hold of them and print them pretty quick because it was effectively a press release, like a nice. summary of yeah. what had happened in court. Um, so they started to be published quite a lot in London, um, and there were 
publishers and like newspapers that were just dedicated to printing these stories about impotency court well like london as well was just the capital of of the world yeah. of publishing like in the first yeah, yeah. and i think it was something like london london had or the uk had like 500 newspapers before paris got one or something like, yeah yeah they love that shit we just fucking love those newspapers yeah. well, the reason we loved them because they're basically pornography yeah, because exactly. they would go into extreme like Ugh. obviously they'd be like oh well he wasn't found guilty or whatever but they would go into detail about the apparent sex and the searches and whatnot and like apparently one of the things that made them so popular is that because they didn't have to include the judgments um they had like kind of like an objective an objectiveness about them Mm. where two readers could read the same story and be like well obviously like they've definitely banged and then someone else could be like no they didn't ban they should they should let her out um so it had a kind oh, of ambiguous quality. Everyone, like, yeah, have you was, read this one? Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. what's Jig Leopold up to? <laughs> Floppy <laughs> cock Leopold, we call him. <laughs> um, but one of the last cases before these became, like, deemed just basically too stupid and too unfair on basically both parties, mm. because it's just a ridiculous process, was that of the case of the, Mar- the Marquis de Longuet, or Langway, I don't, I didn't study I French, so I struggle sorry. with words like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was married to a girl for four years. I use the term girl because she was about fourteen or fifteen. Oh, so she was a girl. So she was yeah. a girl. Um, I mean, probably most people's wives were about fourteen or fifteen in those times, yeah, but it doesn't make it any yeah. better. Um, and everything was going fine. He, they were having a very happy marital life. He would go away and travel to. Um, Paris or whatever to do his business come back and everyone thought they were fucking happy as clams and then suddenly she was like I want out I want this wedding annulled no one knows why I think it's because he was fucking other people on the side almost certainly yeah if he was off places he definitely was yeah so anyway she was like let's go to court um they did the inspections looking in the i like looking right down the urethra or whatever they do (laughs) to be like yeah that penis works um and not only was she found not to be a virgin, mm-hmm. um, they were like, yeah, his penis works. It, that, is a, that is, you know, top lad. He it is kicking off in front of five guys. He was like, no, go for it. Oh um, her defense was that, I like, oh, no, I'm not a virgin. I don't have my hymen because he very clumsily tried to seduce me and was, like, quite rough with me. And then, like, even though we managed to get it in, you know, it was like a half inflated balloon uh, you yeah. know it's just rubbish um no, so the marquee took exception he was like right i had been proven right in the court of law i could let this lie and i would be proven correct um by the church mm. but it was an insult to the man's honor oh, as a cocksmith he would not <laughs> abide by this insult so he demanded trial by conquest at uh, congress oh my God. Um, and it was a massive deal in paris because he was like well known and quite famous um, and it was building up and building up and loads of his mates like the other dukes and nobles the other marquis and madams were becoming increasingly interested in it and on the day of the trial basically there's a fucking huge crowd outside the court um, and they're like selling fucking programs and pamphlets oh. about it there's bookmakers taking bets on oh whether my God, or not I would have loved yeah. to have been people, there. Like, people are boozing and chanting that would songs. be my favourite sport if, if yeah. it happened now shagging competitive <laughs> yeah. shagging oh my um, god so anyway um, Madame Madame Longay and uh, the Marquis Longay are they go at it 
Okay. Who will be the winner? <laughs> Whoever is the winner, she loses, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, after two hours of pumping away, no. the the marquee cannot perform. <gasps> and it admits defeat. I mean, two hours. Wait, he's he's they're having sex for two hours. Mm-hmm. And he, he can he do it, man. He can he do like well, he can do it to to. To his first two I mean, hours, or he's trying for two hours. He's trying for not. two hours. I don't know whether <gasps> that means he's oh, he's turgid or engorged for the entire two. Yeah. Whether he just can't. Maybe he's like, oh, I have a, like a prelim wank to like oh, yeah. you know get just, my juices flowing, yeah. and he's like, oh no, oh no, I've, I've wasted. It. Yeah, my <laughs> seat is on the dusty ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after two hours, he throws the hat in and um, basically comes out in front of all of his mates, oh. and he's like, I can't do it, lads. And it's fucking ripped to shreds. Becomes a laughing stock of Paris. Oh, I actually do feel sorry for him now, even though he brought it on himself. He did basically. bring it on himself. Yeah. Um, and basically, his name, Marquis de Longue or Langue, becomes like French slang for floppy cock. <gasps> so, like, not only oh, is no. it like an embarrassment, his name becomes known throughout France uh, oh. for impotency. I mean, again, just he should have just left it. Yeah. yeah. Should have just left it. Um, the marriage is annulled. She's allowed to remarry. He's not. And he has to repay back the dowry. Love it. Oh, yeah. Though, the thing in the tale is, he didn't give a fuck what the Catholic Church said, so got married to another woman and had yeah. fucking tons of kids. Yeah. I mean, you would, wouldn't yeah. you? Like, but I mean, it's just like half of Paris outside your window yeah. singing songs. In French mind, how distracting yeah. would that be? <laughs> Some yeah. people might have been into that. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I don't think they were like... Um, that sexy French song, you know. Yeah. There's a few. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was, it was that probably one like. She's like, like yeah. breathy, like. Oh. Mm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we both know what the song is. You were supposed to be yeah. fact checking this sexy French seventies song. I can't right. figure out what the fuck you're on I about. Will, so I will how? fact check it's, this um, right now. How does it go? Sexy it's like, uh, is it is it Serge French Gainsbourg? Is that is that song? Yeah, oh, they're not outside whispering that. That's like French football chants. Again, maybe some people, people who really like voyeurism might have be- performed better under the situation. Well, I mean, yeah, there might have been tons of men just wanking in the crowd, I'm sure, but <laughs> Marky, oh Marky Mark couldn't get it, couldn't no. get it off. I think it might be Je T'aime, Moi Je Non Plus. Yeah. 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 yeah, so they weren't singing that. They were like singing, like, get your rat like, out for the lads. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether we can leave that in. Yeah, we can leave in. Is it seven seconds? Seven seconds. And also, I don't think it counts if you don't play it. But yeah, that is basically since the 13th century, we've been obsessed with celebrities fucking. Yeah. Only it was much funnier because they used to fuck in front of everybody. Wow. <laughs> like, all those years ago, Brad it's and like Jen the, had been like... Yeah, I was just going to say the Paris Hilton sex tape or any of the sex or tapes. Or like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman where she Ooh. was like, oh, it was like... Is that what she said about him? Yeah, she said he was just like putting it on. Wow. And then, he's yeah. wild, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a creepy little weirdo. Yeah. He's got one tooth right fuck in the middle you, of his Tom face Cruise. as well. Yeah, yeah but he got, didn't he get that fixed? No, he got it fixed to have it like that. Wait, what? No, he didn't. Google picture of Tom Cruise. He's got one tooth right in the middle of his face. I know. I didn't know that, but I didn't know whether he still had that. No, he had like tooth. he had bad teeth and he had braces and ended up like that. Oh, middle tooth. That's so yeah, that was trial yeah. by sex. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. You know how? Oh, don't want to mention him again. But when Ethan was still here, we used to end every episode by just saying "fuck you" to someone. Oh um, yeah. Fuck you, Tom Cruise. That's what I'm going with today. Yeah. Uh, cool. 
that was that was a right good story that one. I was oh, really right. like, yeah, that was a that was a crazy story. I got that from a few sources and a good YouTube channel called Not Exactly Normal. But don't mm. watch it because there's loads of good stories on there, and you'll start pinching them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should find my own sauce, shouldn't I? Really, mm-hmm. but yeah. Get your own damn massively popular YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like I because we've got a Trello board with our with some of our stories on there that we want to do. Have you been? You haven't been using no, that. I don't even like it. So me and Ethan, me, well, me and Ethan used to used to put all our stories on a Trello board, but like with just like the name of the person or something, so that mm-hmm. you you if you didn't know the story, but like, yeah. anyway. And um, I'd be like frantically writing any, anything good that I found on there just in case Ethan wanted to do that story and I wanted to do it. So there's loads of stuff on there that I, I'll probably never do, but I just wanted to bag it so that Ethan couldn't do those stories. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, corrections then. Hmm. Um, Rick doesn't have any. I can oh. tell you that now. De- I probably de- 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 Although I did, we did that, we did the Je t'aime. Je t'aime, yeah. Yeah, it goes like that. Um, but for oh. two hours <laughs> <laughs> it's like YouTube 10 hour loop of your 10 yeah and you'd be like oh I it guess was erotic for the first the other fight. one like that what's the other sexy French song oh god I'm gonna oh, look at that um, Blue Dabbity Dabbity yeah <laughs> no. is that French yeah oh no they're give Italian us, give us more uh, yeah oh Jada was Jada watching knows. me like yeah. it's because I got Eiffel um, 65 I got tricked by the landmarks oh, I don't know what they should have been called Leaning Tower of Pisa 65. <laughs> There's definitely another one. But I can't... What, another French another song? Sexy, There's at least one of a French sexy song. Sexy French song. It's, um, I think it's... Um, hold on. Sexy... I've just Googled sexy French song. Is it... There's, um, a, there's a, like a... Frere Jacques. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about Frere Jacques. I haven't sung that for years. No, if you're an adult, there's absolutely no reason for you to sing it. Particularly That's not if you're... not true. Someone yeah. sings it in The Princess Diaries 2. So if you're watching The Princess Diaries 2, you might sing along. Yeah. Someone yeah. sings it in Star Trek The Next Generation as well, mm-hmm. but don't sing along to it. It's a bad bit. Um, I sing along to it in... Is it? Yeah, it's Princess Diaries 2 because the maids do a performance of it and they bang pots together and it's iconic. I've just remembered what it is, but it's not sexy. It's just French. What is it? Um, yes, sir, I can boogie, but I need a certain song. What? That's the voice. I mean, it's not in French, but... No, I was about to say. What were you remembering that you thought it was I sexy? I, thought, I think I thought... I think in Bonnie and Clyde, because that's like in a French mm. accent, that's quite sexy. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we should get the listeners to just send us send all in your favourite French favorite songs, sexy French songs. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I had one in mind, but you know, not this French president. The one before. Oh, Sarkozy. Yeah. Yeah. Italian woman that like a model slash singer songwriter. Yes, she was. Yeah. And she sang French, so I was. I couldn't. I couldn't think of any songs because she's not. Yeah, but she. Yeah, I I think I've heard one of her songs once, and I thought it was fine. Like it's not to my taste, but <laughs> it's <laughs> not up to your level of singing. No, it's, it's just not as good as me. Yeah, just can we just like make that. sure you cut back in Robin singing at that <laughs> instance, just so we can have <laughs> With the French accent. Um, okay, yeah. corrections. What have we got? Um, Sheridan Smith played Julie Bushby, a friend of Karen Matthews, yes. in mm. the BBC drama The Moorside, which was about the Sharon Matthews case. Madeleine McCann disappeared on the 3rd of May 2007 
Mm, so a year before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A divan bed. I couldn't actually... I, I couldn't find, like, a, a, definition. a definition. I knew what it was, so I just tried to put it down as best as I could. It's It has, like, a base and a mattress, but no footboard or headboard and it's one of those ones that are like you know those really chunky grey ones and they almost always have like drawers that pull out or the whole ah, thing pulls out Okay, so you can easily fit a child of Under 11 in there 9 9 mm. yeah. nine. could even fit one fit of 11 two. in there so <laughs> yeah. you can definitely yeah. fit one of 9 in yeah. um, and Michael Donovan was the uncle of Karen Matthews boyfriend ah, Craig uh, whatever Craig. his name was okay. That's yes. it. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. That's all of them. I knew it wasn't quite yeah. as connected as I thought. That's yeah. why I did not mm. ring a bell when I said uncle. That was good, actually. That's mm. not that many corrections. I mean, bon. bearing in mind yeah. that I did loads of that off the top of my head. Just on the um, top of you, like freestyled it. You like yeah, the freestyle, yeah, yeah. You here's a tell. crazy story. I, think you, I, can't remember, I can't really remember what it was like when I was telling yeah. it. But my name is Robin and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this story and I... Karen Matthews way. What? <laughs> I I, I when I tried to do the on, accent, that's why I was yeah. trying. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do a good job of it. I was working on. I'm going to tell you the Shannon Matthews story, oh. which is even worse than yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I should have done is done the accent of Karen Matthews in that last line, but uh, didn't mm. do it anyway. Oh well. Yeah. There's always next time. <laughs> it's just your your voice, but slightly higher pitched, just, yeah. so it wouldn't broader accent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, cool, that was good. That I think we did in probably under an hour. Quick, yeah. Is that yes. under an hour, Jada? We have not yet done social media or money or anything like that. Well, I know, but that only takes a minute. Oh, she can't tell. Uh, I, it feels like she's not even she. recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine. Like she just pressed stop at one yeah. point, where she's like, "This is not good enough." She's actually <laughs> just watching a silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, social media. Oh, so we never say send us your crazy stories, and we should do that. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 What would and you like you us to voice, cover? I think if you do a voice note of a crazy story, we'll, we could play it. We could edit it in to the. Oh, you yeah. could. You could. Because we do each have, like, because it's the 2019 now, mm. and um, women are allowed Twitter handles. We oh, each yeah. got separate Twitter handles. Yeah. So theoretically, someone could just give us like, oh, I think he's. Oh a little, yeah. DM he's me a secret. A, DM lead. me yeah. a good story. Yeah. Privately, you can be like, oh, do this. Oh, story I did about. this great story, and I, I'll just won't credit the person yeah. who sent me. No, I will. I will. Yeah. I yeah. Will. Um, yeah, so uh, and follow us on social media at here's a crazy story on Instagram or at the overtake on everything else mm-hmm. and also Instagram. Um, what else do we normally say? Patreon, Patreon, please can please can we you donate to our Patreon? We've got now 400 and something dollars. Mm. Very, close we're very to close our to our next to, goal, yeah. Mm-hmm. 500 is our next one, and like. To get 500, that would cover the cost of this office and everything related to the office, like the mm. internet and stuff, um, which would be great. And thank you. Is that That's the normal things we say, isn't it? Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you yous. to producer Jada, who does our editing. She just peaced out. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I could take a picture of it now, and we'll we'll put it on the Instagram. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, and Annika Vadical, who does the Instagram, so I'll send it to Annika. And yes, she will do it. Um, I don't know what I'm going to send her picture-wise for this one. Just two people having sex, me like who's women? Yeah. Diagram. Just you and your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it was like. <laughs> um, don't do that. No, no, no that would no. be bad. Sexual harassment. 
Um, cool. Well. Bye. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs>